Hello, this is Robert Rickover at Body Learning, and today my guest is Imogen Ragone, who's an Alexander Technique teacher in Wilmington, Delaware. And we're going to talk about uh, constructive rest, which is an Alexander Technique process. Sometimes it's referred to as Alexander lying down position, sometimes it's called semi-supine, sometimes it's referred to as active rest. And we're just going to talk today about some of the benefits of it and why uh, why it's so useful for people even if they're not uh, taking Alexander lessons. Imogen, welcome to the show. Thank you, Robert. I'm glad to be here. Well, I'm glad you're here. Um, I wonder, since a lot of our listeners may not even know much about the Alexander Technique, would you care to offer a one or two or three sentence description of it? Sure. So a simple way to think of the Alexander Technique is that it's a way of learning to be aware of and change harmful habits. So such as habits of posture, excess tension, the way we react. And undoing these habits leads to improvements in our overall coordination, our balance, ease of movement. Mm-hmm. So, in a nutshell. In a nutshell, <laughs> right. And uh, the Alexander lying down position is something that is often used in conjunction with Alexander lessons, that is, a teacher will often have a student be in that position uh, f- for part of the lesson lying on a table or a massage table. But it's also very frequently assigned as uh, a kind of a homework for students to do on their own. Absolutely. And yeah. um, I don't know about you, but in my experience, students who do it generally make a lot more progress than students who don't. Yes, I agree. You, you've, yeah. you've had that experience too. Mm-hmm. So maybe um, maybe we should begin to, uh, just, just describing that position. Do you want to go first on that? Sure. Well, the classic position would be um, lying on your back with your head elevated a little bit on typically you might use a few books but anything that will just get it I'd say more in line with your spine so your head is not tipping back but not so far up that it's sort of you're tucking your chin and compressing so just sort of getting it so the neck can be easy Um, the knees are raised Um, And usually people sort of bend their arms and let their um, hands rest sort of on the abdomen area. Um, But that's, there's some variations in that. Um, And Mm -hmm. actually of the legs, but but that's sort of the most traditionally used, I would say, position to be in. Right. And it and usually on a fairly firm surface. Uh, yes. Yeah. Not, would... Yeah. Not necessarily a wooden floor, but perhaps a carpeted floor or yeah, massage firm, but table. With, yeah. Firm but with a little padding so it's not <laughs> uncomfortable. Right, yeah. right. And there are all, all kinds of variants. Um sometimes uh instead of having your knees bent and the feet flat on the floor uh, some teachers might use a bolster under your knees, the key being to elevate your knees relative to your hips. The other, another sort of standard 
or semi-standard idea might be to have your lower legs resting on a couch um, so that, again, you have the, your knees are higher than your hips. I think that's a yes, pretty key feature. Yes, and I think feature. those two things, especially for people who've got low back, hip kind of issues, um, are really helpful because if you've got, you know, habitual tension and pain in those areas, it's really hard to let go if you you have to do a little something to balance your knees up, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So having them just resting over something. And I think especially if you're lying down on your own and you've got low back pain to let the lower legs rest over a a low piece of furniture, an ottoman, a couch or something is really a nice thing to do for yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, this is a question I asked a, a, another person on this topic, but I'd be interested in your your take on it as well. Since the, the Alexander Technique is really about learning how to move more easily and uh, go through life uh, with greater ease, this seems like a kind of a retreat from activity. Uh, how does that fit in with the broader aim of the Alexander Technique in your view? Well, I see it as um, really a way of practicing without um, the stimulation of um, our lives, um, practicing using ourselves, if I can use that way, coordinating ourselves in a in a good way. Um, we sort of if you want to just think simply about posture, we're learning it in a passive way that we can be releasing muscles and letting go, um, you know, and um, how can I describe this? Sort of our body is getting used to something that it may not be used to upright. So it's something we can learn. It's something Mm -hmm. that we're learning, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it it does... um... It does kind of uh, release you from any uh, obligation to do anything. Certainly, in the more passive version of lying down with a su- support under your knees or with your legs uh, on a on a couch, there really is absolutely nothing that you have to do. Mm-hmm. Even with your feet on the ground, there is a little something you need to do to keep your legs from mm-hmm. falling out or falling in, but it's fairly minimal. And I, I think there's a huge advantage in uh, deliberately putting yourself in a situation where it's very clear there isn't anything to do, and yet you're conscious, you're not asleep. Mm-hmm. And um, um, it it kind of helps you to be clear what what doing nothing is or what... Yeah, if you don't know what doing nothing is... <laughs> How can you maybe bring some of that quality to when you are actually doing something? Right, because <laughs> if, sense. if yeah. you're carrying around a kind of a background tension mm-hmm. uh, that's there all the time, and we know that a lot of people, even when they, they go to sleep at night, are doing things like... Uh, um, you know, overusing their jaw and clenching their teeth and all that sort of stuff. And I mean, a lot of people, even even at a time when you would think there there isn't anything to do, are in fact doing a lot of extra stuff. Yeah. And here's an opportunity to to be in a a rest position 
but you're maintaining wakefulness and you're hopefully maintaining some uh, or you're developing some awareness or you're interested in what's going on and you may start to notice tensions and that's really the first step of releasing them yeah when i you know i give group classes and often a lie down is part of them and there's a talk through and when I'm talking to my private students when I'm working with them I mean always the first thing is being aware even being aware of the surface you're lying on so kind of getting yourself present to what's going on now because our minds just like to run ahead to everything that we've got to do you know and sort of bring it back and being aware of of what's going on now so it can be really very powerful in, you know, in learning to do that. Mm-hmm. And and I, I don't know about you, but but I I found both with myself and and my students that if all you do is just lie down for ten or fifteen minutes a day, uh, kind of quiet yourself, that in itself is pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. But there are um, after you've been perhaps after you've been doing that for a while and you're familiar with it, comfortable with it. Um, There are some uh, Alexander-type directions, you might say, that could be useful to to use. Do you, when do you introduce those with your students? I guess I start to introduce some elements of them really quite early on. Um, But uh, as you say, I the main thing they've got to know about the lie down, if you like, is um, that they don't actually have to do anything. So when I, for instance, say something to the effect of allowing your back to, re- you know, release into length and width or something along those lines, that they have to understand that they're not to do that. They're not to sort of start pushing it onto the table or the floor or, you know, so. Um, so maybe just the very idea of, following a verbal set of instructions, very simple in this case, without actually clenching or in some way adding a lot of tension to your body, that in itself may be kind of a new experience for a lot of people. Yeah, I think you're probably right. You know, yes. I mean, we, we are a modern... People living in modern countries uh, are are kind of bombarded by stimuli, and we often uh, you see an awful lot of people pretty tight in their bodies as they go through life. And here's a way to not only unwind mm-hmm. in a in a conscious way, but also to be able to listen to or to act on or think about something without actually doing anything about it. Yes, and that's, that's quite pretty, a that's, skill. Yes. It is a skill, and it's, it's, it, it doesn't get developed overnight for most of us, but it's an incredibly powerful um, skill to learn in terms and this of your is function. really the skill of the Alexander Technique, and mm-hmm. um, learning to do this lying down is sort of a precursor often to being able to um, use it when you're doing some upright activity, right, um, right. you know, uh, but it's sort of easier to learn it in this lying down place often first. Right, right. Uh, anything else that you'd like to say about the process itself? Um, 
Yes, then just the, um, even though from an Alexander point of view, we would like people to be aware and conscious and, um, you know, starting to use their thinking some while they're lying down. I mean, simply lying down and if you fall to sleep, it's not the end of the world. That might not be the, you know, purpose of it. But lying down and going to sleep in this position is still going to be more helpful to you than, you know, collapsing into a soft couch and zoning out. Um, mm -hmm. I, I know I use this, um, for instance, when I've uh, flown to England on that long flight overnight, and um, I do what I call sleepy lie downs, maybe three times during the day, the next day. And I know I'm going to fall asleep because I'm just, but I, I also want the sort of things to unravel from being in that airplane seat <laughs> right, all night. Right. And, you know, um, so I think that's probably a better solution than me just sort of zoning out on the couch for half an hour. So. Right. Because if you're, if you are, as you say, zoning out on a couch, you're kind of sinking into a soft surface and there's, there's an, there's not a lot of uh not a lot there that would encourage you to to lengthen to release into length right everything is kind of you just sort of sink into it yeah uh. also you know I know when I was first taking lessons myself um I felt like the lie down was my sort of lifeline it was something I could do myself whereas I felt like I couldn't really put much of anything else into um, effect in my life, but I knew if I did my daily lie down, I was better off, and it was something I could do. I was very, very conscientious right. um, about my lie downs, but it was definitely worth it. However, I think probably for the first few months, I almost always fell asleep during part of it because I don't think I knew how to let go without being sort of unconscious right. um, at that time. I was very tense. Um, but I always made sure, especially as time went on, to have part of the beginning, part of the end, where I'd be thinking and, and aware and, you know, um, so I sort of got the best of both worlds. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I, I, when, listening to you say that, it kind of reminds me of people who um, start meditating. Uh, often... Um, the whole idea of sitting, say they're sitting in a chair and, and meditating for 15 or 20 minutes, the whole idea of sort of being quietly by yourself, uh, having certain kind of consciousness, meditation of course is different maybe from normal waking consciousness, but that idea of being present quietly with yourself, that's a... That's a uh, Something it's quite that, foreign to a lot of people. It's very foreign to a lot of Americans and I and Europeans. It mm -hmm. may be a little more familiar in 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 Asia, but I mean this it it's it's um it, it you can reap an awful lot of benefits from that in your life. I guess is what I would say. Do you have anything? Uh, we're perhaps coming to the end of our conversation, but do you have any? Uh, sort of inspirational words for someone listening that might encourage them to to give this a try? Um, I don't know about inspirational, but just a, a little um, 
uh, story comes to mind of a a lady who is in my um, a group class that I teach, and we start off the group class with the lying down. And she came and she goes. I said she she didn't think she deserved it that day because she hadn't really done very much. And I really had to sort of encourage her that this is not sort of a reward because you've had a stressful or a very physical day. This is, um, a, you know, something that we can practice every day and can actually be preventing some of the stresses and tensions in our body ahead of time. Um, and it's also, you know, as I said, it's practicing some of the things we want in our body and, and our mind, you know. Um, so just to encourage you, you don't have to sort of deserve it, you know, <laughs> um, because you've worked it's really, your really right. hard. It's yeah. your right yeah. to, to do that, yeah. And I'm uh, just a final story. Uh, I I had a student for several years who, you know, I I strongly urged her to do the lying down at home, and I think she was pretty sporadic in that and then she attended a class I gave where I demonstrated the lying down position and I said how useful it was all the things that we've been talking about and the next time I saw her in a lesson she said you know um, I I never really believed you when you said that I should do this at home I just thought that was something you said for some reason and um but then i heard you talk to the group and so i started doing it for the last week and every day for about 15 minutes and it's just made a gigantic difference in my life and i wish i had had done that three years ago when it's, you know or two years yeah, ago whenever surprising. it was some people are very reluctant to do it and um you know, I know for some people it isn't easy wherever their place of work is. Although I, you know, for instance, my husband is able to shut his office door and, and will do one sometimes. You know, mm -hmm. um, um, but just including it at some point in your day. And um, like I've had students who work at home, maybe are on the computer a lot, and they'll not do one sort of long lie down. One student did multiple sort of mini maybe five minutes maybe even less lie downs mm -hmm. but it sort of helped to you know break up that time at the computer um, it's a instance. very effective break mm -hmm. yeah. if you're doing yeah. a lot of studying or mm -hmm. writing or any yes. activity any activity that especially one that takes you takes your attention away from yourself which yes. pretty much most activities <laughs> do mm -hmm. This is a great way to come back to yourself. And and just, if nothing else, just the biomechanics of being in that position are, are pretty helpful to, Absolutely. to just about everybody. But to be honest, I think most people are more productive for it. So rather than thinking of it as taking time away from your work, think of it as something that's going to help you you know, be more mm -hmm. productive um, longer mm -hmm. in, in a way. Right. I, I think that's a, that's absolutely the case. Well, we're going to put um, by this interview a link to a page that has lots of information about the lying down process. It has links to many other pictures, audio descriptions, videos, uh, so if if anything that Imogen and I have been talking about intrigues you and you want to give it a try, the information is all out there. 
there's no special equipment you need. The information itself is free. Um, do take advantage of it. And of course, if you live in the Wilmington, Delaware area and you want to be shown how to do this firsthand, uh, contact Imogen. We'll put a link to to her site there. And we'll also put a link to a site where you can find a teacher anywhere in the world. Imogen, thanks so much for being on the show. You're very welcome. Thank you, Robert.